0: Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and lotions, potions, and the motions of the oceans. I'm
1: Alicia Herter. And I'm Tara Keck. On today's episode, Sex Magic, which is in the news and a charm for luck in love. Yay! Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Dear Tammy, please don't listen to this episode. Yeah, this is a not safe for work, 18 plus, sometimes (laughs) gross as fuck episode. (laughs) There is some content where I'm just going to be like, (laughs) the whole time. If you
0: have strong aversions morally, physically, emotionally to this, don't. Make an iTunes review about it. Yeah. Okay. Just
1: stop while you're skip ahead. Skip it. It's okay. You can skip this one. I mean, don't skip it. Like you should press play, but like leave the room.
0: Can you just do this part? And then, like at the seven-minute mark, you can just cut out after you listen. You know about Alicia and I's day.
1: Yeah. Hop to the last ten minutes of the episode. Get that spell. Want some luck and love? And then you know, just peace out. Bye. That's okay. All right. It's okay. We respect your decisions for all you fucking nasty birds out there. Welcome to the sex episode. So let's start with check-ins, normal thing. And my check-in's not sexy, unfortunately. So on January 8th, a friend of mine that I went to Ball State with has passed away, named Meg Holder. And oh my God, you look so sad. I'm trying really hard to keep it together. I just found out yesterday. And she was very witchy and she loved witch aesthetic. She loved being a witch and she was one of those people in 2012 when I met her who was actually like okay being a witch and I just wanted to give a little shout out to her friends and her family because I know they're going through a really rough time right now and Meg was just 100% authentic and 100% herself like all the time and those are some really admirable traits that I hope that I can like learn from and carry on for my life. Mm -hmm. Don't cry. (laughs) You don't cry. I cried yesterday. No, you! (laughs) How did you know her? Um, She was assigned as assistant director for one of the plays I directed, Gruesome Playground Injuries. And she just, like, you never know what kind of relationship that is when, like, someone's assigned to work with you. And I just loved working with her, and she definitely understood the, like, human complexities, like the balance of light versus darkness. And they didn't say how she died, but I think the darkness probably won out in this case, unfortunately. So for anyone at home dealing with depression, we love you. We're here for you. And call up your friends. Like It is always okay to bother people and to reach out and mm-hmm. get some feeling of love.
0: And check up on your friends, even when they don't ask you to, check up on them. Especially right now, because this is, we're coming up on some of the most intense parts of winter. And and, February sucks.
1: And February sucks, okay? We got Valentine's Day, which only counts if you're in a relationship. If you're not in a relationship, it already kind of sucks. And that's it. There's nothing else to look forward to in February except spring, hopefully by the end of March.
0: And by now, hopefully a groundhog would have... Popped up. And said, hey, early spring, but not climate change related, just like you're lucky. Just normal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that groundhog's probably so confused right now. Mm -hmm.
0: So my chicken's pretty sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Good, let's sex it up a bit. Okay, so the title that we have is The Yahweh Situation. So I just want to give a real heartfelt thank you to Allegra Mm -hmm. Bree, one of our patrons and listeners. She was so kind and so gentle and was very much like, please don't hate me. <laughs> and I was like, we could never hate you. You give us money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is just like a kind of chopped up little m- version of her message, which was Yahweh's over. Yahweh's or, over. Yahweh's over.
1: Yahweh's canceled or like
0: Yahweh's. So Jews do not use, quote unquote, Yahweh for God. It's okay. actually a Christian invention and can be offensive in the beliefs to some Jews. It came from the ineffable name, which is spelled the way that she spelled it here is Y H V H, which is said to be revealed to those that are worthy. Okay. If you search quote unquote the ineffable name on resources like My Jewish Learning or Chabad, you'll get some very good information. We also called up some of our our friends, our close friends, just to make sure we were saying this stuff right. And so Jews say Hashem, which means the name Mm -hmm. or certain special names in prayers and rituals, or they just use God, but they like put a little hyphen where the O is because the name of God cannot be written down with the idea that like, if you write down God on a piece of paper and then you throw away that piece of paper, like it can be very
1: disrespectful
0: to God. Yeah. So um, that's what we learned, which is crazy to me because I've been through several Years of religion classes, learning about world religions. And I had had professors say Yahweh to me for years. Yeah. From this point on, you all know that...
1: Yahweh is canceled. It's over. It's over. We're not doing it anymore. We're not doing <laughs> Don't make us say it again. It's on the bad list. So now we say Hashem. And Hashem. there you go. And thank you for being nice about it. Thanks for being nice. Because sometimes people are not nice about it. I appreciate everyone who reaches out and they're like, It's not confessional, it's confession. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just like, huh, cool. Learning, knowing, growing. All right, so are we going to get a little sexy? I guess. You want to get a little sweaty? Is your lingerie matching or are we mismatching today? I mean, let me check. I'm actually matching. I was very surprised. I was like, ooh.
0: Not matching.
1: You're like, none worn. (laughs) All skin. Here we go, baby. What the fuck is sex magic? What the fuck is this?
0: We actually got the idea for this episode from a listener who Mm. had had an experience where she had...
1: Do you have the message? I do have the message. She said, my boyfriend has recently been worried about money in terms of his tax refund. So we got this message a year ago. He is making more this year than he was making last year, but he was still really concerned that he would owe a refund. Uh, I know you guys haven't touched about this subject yet, but I was watching Sabrina this weekend, and when I say watch, I should stress that I binge watched the entire season as fast <laughs> as I possibly could. Anyway, that sort of sparked me watching a documentary on understanding witchcraft and Wicca and things of that nature. One of the things that they mentioned was that sex magic is also a thing. Now my boyfriend and I are definitely not celibate, so that's something that I definitely thought we could do. While we were having sex, I started thinking about and envisioning him being rich. What
0: did that look like? It, was it like, like Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: just like piles and piles of stacked up Why coins? Why McDuck? Why the McDuck version? Because he has the one where he jumps into the pool. I want to give her enough credit that she's not thinking about Scrooge McDuck <laughs> while fucking her boyfriend.
0: <laughs> How bad are you going to feel <laughs> whenever she messages us back and she's like, actually. Actually, I'm, it was
1: only Scrooge McDuck. I'm
0: very specific, kinks. <laughs>
1: Uh, She said, I'm pretty sure what I said in my head wasn't a spell, but I kept repeating it and thinking about him making money that he didn't think he was going to make and drawing the dollar sign into his skin almost like a sigil. Holy shit. Yeah. Long story short, he actually got a refund this year of about $800. Okay. I have no clue if it works, but I didn't tell him that I did that until afterwards and he wasn't upset about it, so that's good. She didn't think that he would be upset about it since he is kind of interested in witchcraft as well. And then she says... I guess I'm just really looking forward to that episode of sex magic. <laughs> and here we are. And you did this. You did this to all of us. So now we have to talk about it. All right. The good, the bad. The gag worthy. The gag worthy. So what is it? Sex
0: magic as a base concept revolves around the idea that sexual energy is life energy. And life energy can be harnessed for manifestation.
1: Okay. That's simple enough. That makes sense.
0: It's basically like any other type of invocation of energy that supercharges your spells, crystals, deities, lucky underwear. It can be used in any kind of magic, money magic, spiritual healing, protection, anything.
1: Love it. It's like a catch-all. It is. It's Any kind of magic you want to do, you can do it while fucking. So I
0: was also kind of like, so there are witches, and we talk about like, you know, green witches, kitchen witches, solitary witches, stuff like that. Sex witches. That's what I'm thinking because it's like, you don't really have a lot of like... I'm the crystal witch and I'm the rune witch. It's just like that's what someone chooses. Mm -hmm. But if we say, oh, I'm a crystal bitch and I'm like, I'm into runes. Could you just be about sex magic?
1: I guess you could. I'm a sex witch. You can kind of do whatever you want. It's 2020. There are no rules. There's really no rules. But who thought this shit up? Okay, so the concept of sex magic became alive and well during the 19th century because that's when kind of spiritualism started taking off and they were just kooky as fuck back then. Oh, yeah. I mean, post like Civil War, like the War of
0: 1812, she was crazy. Yeah. But the World
1: Wars hadn't happened yet. So So not too crazy because we didn't know what damage we could actually (laughs) inflict on each other, (laughs) but we just had a lot of crazy ideas. So, a lot of these people have kind of been looked over by modern witches with sex magic, and if we wonder why, we're going to tell you about these few people and then you might be like, "Oh, okay." So, first up we have Pascal Beverly Randolph, who was an American occultist and wrote about sex magic in The Mysteries of Ulysses, in which he said, "Success in any case requires the adjuvancy." What is, a word. I know, a smart word for assistance, you guys. So, we can tell he's kind of a douche requires the assistance of a superior woman in all caps with an exclamation point at the end he wrote this is the law a harlot or a low woman is useless for all such lofty and holy purposes and just so is a bad impure passion-driven apology for a man so pascal doesn't think all people should do sex magic but only those who are pure in spirit and heart okay yeah. Fortunately, though, he also said, don't fuck a virgin or anyone under the age of 18 for sex magic. And for that time period, I think that's a good thing to have stated, you know? That's pretty positive. As
0: pro- that's progressive in yeah. certain ways, but also
1: exponentially regressive <laughs> in other ways. That we have to say it out loud. But let's just say it out loud. Don't fuck anyone under 18. I'm... you. Confer- Convert, But, like, have a relationship with a virgin. isn't you know, even real. Yeah, no, you know, whatever. Then we have edocratic Craddock. And she is someone we should have, like, a whole history lesson episode about because she seems dope and crazy. Oh, which that's is my favorite. a great combination, yeah. She's a late 19th century advocate of free speech and women's rights and was part of the American spiritual sexual practice called Dionism. Dianism stems from the goddess Diana, you know, the cool one who hates men, loves the moon, Huntress, the Roman name for my own cat's name, and the goddess of chastity. Dianism is about receiving sexual satisfaction from sexual contact, but without ejaculation. Okay, is that without orgasm entirely or without ejaculation? That's a good question.
0: Because ejaculation is generally only for special groups of people that have vaginas and people with penises.
1: Are I you meaning like squirting in yeah. terms of vagina? It's like female ejacular, right? I just assumed it meant like orgasm. Like, uh,
0: what's it called? Climax.
1: Yeah. The end part. The end part. You're not supposed to make it there. You stop short. Okay. Ida was an occultist and mystic. She became a student of religious eroticism, which sounds like a fun class. <laughs> Ida never married because no good bitch marries. We know. But she claimed to have an ongoing marital relationship with an angel named Soph. Ida even said that the sex was so passionate and loud with Soph that the neighbors would complain about it. And apparently, after her mother heard that, she tried to have Ida institutionalized, very unsuccessfully. What do you mean unsuccessfully? I guess she tried to take her there, and I don't know. Maybe Ida tried to claw her eyes out or something. I have <laughs> no biting. fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe she took her there, and they were like, "She's she's fine. She's just a hoe. She's just a hoe with Soph with Soph." And then we also have the Ordo Templi Orientis, which is a religious fraternity that is still around today, which scares me. Anything like that really scares me. It's like the Knights core. Templar. Yeah. Back in the day, they would use sexual rituals heavily in their initiation ceremonies. Their most notable member was Aleister Crowley, who viewed sex as the supreme magical power. His words, not mine.
0: How do, What do we know about like the type of ritual sex that they had?
1: Well. We're going to get there? We're going to get there a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. I think... Should I be scared? You should be a little scared, actually. This is like, we're getting to the gag part, you guys, so... Will you tell us, will you give us a trigger warning beforehand? Yes, I will. A lot of people aren't down with Crowley because although he wrote several books on erotic magic, he's a little crazy. I mean, he's a white man, so obviously he was racist and somewhat sexist, so we know this already. But he also created two sex magic concepts... One of which being erotocomatose lucidity is the word. What are these words? (laughs) Erotic comatose lucidity. So basically it involves one seer and several aids. Mm -hmm. The aids will sexually stimulate the seer, but not to coming. They basically edge this person until the seer falls asleep from exhaustion. And so everyone's consenting for this, you know? Okay, okay. This is a That whole, was my first question. This is a whole consensual thing. And so when that person falls asleep from exhaustion, the aids are supposed to sexually stimulate the now sleeping person to the brink of wakefulness. This sounds like a lot of work, which I read you can use sex toys because like... Okay, I was like, my hands, I was like, these my aids! Wrist. And that's why there are multiple aids so that they can like... Out. It's like CPR where you yeah. go, you do two rounds, and then the next person comes, comes in and go in. back and forth. Yep. And because this person is so exhausted, the seer becomes in a trance-like state and can start lucid dreaming. During the state, the seer is supposed to be connected to a higher power and to see things. I couldn't find. things. It. I couldn't find anything that said what they've seen, but in theory, they see something and they're supposed to just report it back to the group.
0: Is it future things? Is I it? don't know. Is it
1: just godly things? Yeah. I would assume it'd have to be future things, right? Some kind for it to of be knowledge worth reporting back about, right. or like this is what the afterlife looks like. I mm-hmm. don't know. You know, or like this is kooky. how
0: you do this, or like some sort of information about like the structure of the universe. Yeah. Oh my god, this just sounds like it
1: just I can sounds hear it like my, so much work in my head. Stay in a life. Stay in life. <laughs> ah,
0: ah, ah, <laughs> I was pretending to do CPR. I
1: know. I liked it. <laughs> Are you ready for the gross one?
0: So if you want to skip, it's going to be about three and a half to four minutes ahead of here. There is a lot of body talk. Um, There is some fluid talk and a little bit of what I would consider gore. Personally, I would consider it gore. So if that's, you know, not you, especially if, I mean, one time in middle school, I had to leave health class because someone said blood vessel. Ew. (laughs) And I had to go to the nurse and lay down. (laughs) So I'm feeling faint. If you are.
1: Like moi. A Victorian-era woman. If you
0: are, yes. (laughs) If you easily get the vapors. Yeah. Skip ahead about four minutes. And then you'll hear Alicia say, let's talk about the sex. Yep. Okay? That's going to be our safe word. Sex. Banana. Banana
1: sex. All right. Another concept Crowley made up is the concept of the cake of life. The cake of life is kind of like the Eucharist, like eating the bread of the body of Jesus Although the cake of life isn't bread, it is a cake, but some of its ingredients include honey, some kind of magic oil. Oh, and no. Different body fluids. Ew. I'm talking semen, I'm talking Ugh. vaginal fluids. Mm. Exactly. And menstrual blood. Mm-mm. What a great concoction. I know. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so by eating the cake of light, Crowley says, you become filled with God, fed upon God, intoxicated with God. It over yet? No, I'm gonna keep going. (laughs) So, this is actually, I don't know who's eating the cake of light anymore, but the concept of using bodily fluids still exists today? In sex magic. In sex magic. Okay. If you would like. If you want. If you want. No one is forcing you ever to do anything you don't wanna do. If you do wanna do it, so you just need to be aware of what substances you're handling and be very safe when handling it's a vice article on sex magic says that feeding and eating bodily fluids carries the same danger as oral sex and you can transmit diseases so you know get oh my tested God, I, <laughs> I didn't
0: even think about that yeah because you could you could literally get like you could probably get mouth herpes yeah hiv
1: yeah oh wow and also
0: like menstrual blood like that's like blood that's blood you know? well like okay this is super bi for me because i really have a hard time talking about blood but yeah. like There are, like, there's, like, blood sausage. There's, like, blood pudding. Like, people eat blood in cooking. And some of it is very much connected to cultural identities. I know a lot of people in, like, Central America and, like, parts of South America. I just feel like it tastes
1: good, right? I'm not a fan. Right?
0: Of eating blood? Well, I'm not a fan of eating anything that's ever been alive or connected to a live creature. Same. But, um... It tastes like spoons, right? Like it's going to have that irony taste. That's what I've always thought blood it It tastes
1: like. Well, do you think it tastes better once cooked? I don't know. Does it change the taste? I don't know. I mean, if you put sugar on semen, it's the balance of salty and sweet, right? It's like a a chocolate-covered pretzel. Exactly. Is that how that would work? Maybe. I don't know. My tummy's feeling upset, though. I know. I need some water. Okay. Where's the fan? Is it over yet? (laughs) Just a little other thing. What can you do besides eat it? Apparently, you can, like, write a sigil on a candle or something and lather it with semen or menstrual blood and then burn it. And it's just supposed to, like, connect you more to whatever you're manifesting with that candle. Can I wear the rubber gloves? Please wear rubber gloves. And Mm -hmm. then dispose of the rubber gloves them away. Yes. In the garbage. Never to be seen again or used again. Okay, let's stop talking about the gross shit and let's talk about the fun part of sex magic. The sex. So who can do sex magic? Anybody. That's
0: it? Anybody. Who uh, enthusiastically... Okay, asterisk. Asterisk. Okay, I was <laughs> like, anyone. who can. Anyone who can enthusiastically and continuously consent. Yes. So that's not... Verbal consent with like a lot of you know the feeling. Oh, I guess. Oh, okay. Or at any time where you feel like your partner or you are pressured, or if in the middle of it you start to feel like you don't want to keep going. Stop talking about this man named Benjamin and start talking about me. <laughs> so um, this section I got was from Llewellyn.com. Love And the writer of the article was Sky Alexander, and she looks like
1: this. I like her.
0: She looks like, so her haircut is like when I blow dry my hair too much. Yep. And it just becomes like a 1950s, like little ram's horns on the end of my hair.
1: But she has beautiful and like striking blue eyes. She
0: does. She does. She super loves dick. Just saying that. Mm hmm. Alexander states that a question a lot of people have asked is whether or not sex magic is strictly for heteros and it's not yay hooray she says that you perform sex magic by blending feminine and masculine energies and that both those energies exist within all of us feminine and masculine energy stands outside of our cultural concepts of gender but for some reason we've attached them to our genitals
1: okay probably because
0: humans just love to categorize things like put things in boxes and say this is you know for later, and this is...
1: For, for now. This, I'm trying to think... This if, is my trauma.
0: This is my trauma. You put it in the memory palace in the box, clothes. That's for, you Under know. the
1: bed. Mm-hmm. Never to be seen again.
0: With all my other jars with my secrets in yep. them. Yep. This might be an oversimplification, but the power of masculine and feminine may inform your gender, but it doesn't define it. It's very much separate. You can be a very feminine cis man. You can be a, a masculine butch-as-fuck trans woman. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with your gender expression, how you dress. It can be entirely internal. Love it. You can have two individuals of any gender perform either role, and you can go back and forth if you like. And if you're thinking, does that mean one of the lesbians is the guy? No, Trent, it doesn't. Get out of the binary. We're talking about magic right now. I don't know the last
1: time I've met a person named Trent.
0: I know uh, one Trent, and he's probably never.
1: Never going to listen to our podcast. Never, ever. Never, ever.
0: (laughs) That's how I feel about the one Trent I know. Interestingly... Because each of us has both masculine and feminine energy, you can perform sex magic as a solo act. You know hey what I'm talking about? Yo. I like it. A little bit of a a zip. A na na. <laughs> Is a that little. the noise you make? Da 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 alive. Stayin' alive. Ah, ah, ah. Okay. Alexander went on to say that she'd even recommend practicing on your own. Before trying to perform this kind of magic with a partner.
1: Because you don't wanna fuck it up with a partner when someone's watching.
0: I don't, I have such a hard time even just like staying focused on anything (laughs) ever during this private dark time. (laughs) If you're thoroughly practiced, you know, on your own. Good for you. But maybe you're like asexual or you don't currently have a partner to move on to partnered sex magic with, she recommended. (laughs) invoking deities
1: okay is invoking like being like uh
0: apollo yeah i don't know
1: if you send apollo a like a you up text
0: oh i like that or like you just like you know it's like hermes
1: i know you bad boy
0: (laughs) if it happens during the astral projection you just go to the top of the eiffel
1: tower (laughs) and you call up Ra. And um I just feel like Hercules all the way, right? That's the right answer. <laughs>
0: no, what we want is Artemis. We want
1: Diana. I do not want to fuck my cat. No, not
0: that one. <laughs> you should have seen the look on her face. I was deeply disturbed. You cannot make me do this again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, but I had a question before moving on. Yeah. Is there a way for an asexual person to do this if they don't like sex in general or even masturbation.
0: Um it really depends on the asexual person. So I'm okay. not an ace person, um so Neither am I. That's why I'm, I'm gonna, full of questions. I'm going to speak from a place of um just what other ace people have told me mm-hmm. is that asexuality is on a spectrum. So there are people that are like not interested in having Sexual, like they do not experience sexual arousal of other people, mm-hmm. but they can experience their own sexual arousal.
1: They look in the mirror and they're like, Oh, I'm hot as fuck, dude. Or <sighs> I, I look don't know, so good. maybe,
0: or just like the idea. I mean, there are people that are sex repulsed, mm-hmm. like the idea of having sex um, disturbs them. Um, so that might not be something for them, but there are definitely people that are asexual that may not experience sexual arousal for other people, but do engage in sexual acts either because it's like massage or because they have a partner that they love and trust and that's something that they do um, for that person. Mm -hmm. There are people basically, and and again, this is a spectrum because not every ace person is going to be the same, but the general idea is that if you are asexual, you do not experience sexual arousal, but that is not necessarily connected to your libido. Mm -hmm.
1: Those two things are separate. Okay.
0: And then you get into like the aromantic, you know. That kind of stuff. Or like all the tears of it. There's so many tears. Yeah. Because humans love putting things into boxes. And so it's nice to have names for
1: things. I need to have lots of boxes. And
0: also, here's another thing. Like feminine and masculine energy is just a way of like coding or giving a term to that energy. If say you are an agender person, Mm -hmm. completely not at all connected to those ideas and that is disturbing to you, it is um, gives you some kind of dysphoria to use those terms. I say, call them orange and yellow, or like, call them like sunshine and moonshine energies. You know, it's it's yeah. really just because those things are separate from your gender. Yes, yeah. they're, they're separate from your gender. They're separate from your sex. It's really just like this type of energy, like
1: yin and yang, yin and, and yang opposites. Yeah. So really whatever makes you feel comfortable because you're supposed to have a good time, please have a good time. Please. unless you're eating. That gross ass cake then you might not be having a good time but good on you because i want to do it brave 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 people people. crazy
0: so you might be thinking how can i fuck my boyfriend to manifest money so i can stop working my shitty job and go to bali that is what i'm thinking let me tell you please so the base format for sex magic is you have to decide on a goal okay okay this is beforehand you can come up with some kind of... Do not
1: decide on a goal in the moment. In the moment. Because <laughs> Cause there's too many moving parts. There are. There's a lot to and do. And then
0: if you got more than one part, who fucking knows, right? Yeah. So decide on a goal. I want you to think of a term, a word, a phrase. I want you to think of imagery. I want you to think of colors, feelings in your body. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. I want you to be thinking of Scrooge McDuck. I want you to be thinking about how tall not only his stacks of gold coins are, but also how tall his screwdriver dick is. Quack, quack. Not screwdriver, corkscrew, (laughs) quack, quack. (laughs) You can also like put up visual cues. So Mm -hmm. say um, you're having a hard time remembering in the moment um, or staying within that headspace of manifestation. What I want you to do is either you can say something super literal, Let's say you want money. You're going to put up maybe gold around your bed or wherever it is that you're going to be engaging in sexual intercourse. Um, You could put up images of money. You could put money around, something like that. Or can you tell what we want? We just want money. I just really (laughs) have a lot of flights I need to do this year. Or you could say, all right, from now on, I'm going to be having, I'm just looking at my own room. I'm going to be having sex in that bed right there. I have a beautiful plant next to it. That plant is now going to represent my manifestation energy for money. Okay. So it can be that simple. And then as Alicia said before, a lot of sex magic is dependent upon edging. hmm Okay. So edging again is the idea that you are trying to come to the precipice of orgasm and then stopping or pulling back in some way with the idea that you are building up energy over time. And then while you are doing this, you are visualizing you. I love the idea of doing the sigils, like mm-hmm. moving the sigils over someone's back, visualizing yourself drinking margaritas in Cabo, wherever oh, it is you want to go. Love that. Ah oh, gosh. And then <laughs> then you're going to move into orgasm. And that's when hopefully that energy and all of that manifestation energy that you have been building up through what sounds like a horrible three hour experience
1: <laughs> of just like trying hard to focus and trying to still have fun and it's like Does the time count if I'm like a bitch with a schedule? Is 15 minutes enough? Yo <laughs> I get tired.
0: I get sore. I get hungry. I get sleepy. I get very sleepy. Very tired. So then you're gonna you're gonna orgasm. The energy is gonna be released. And then I want you to just put all that down, okay? Just put down, put down the thoughts, the worries, all of it. Light Done. a cigarette. Enjoy Light a cigarette your night. Or
1: jewel, I guess. Yeah, jewel. <laughs> we do not condone vaping. Only cigarette smoking on this <laughs> podcast. It's okay. Smoking's not cool, kids. We know. Please don't. We know. It's not good for you. It doesn't make you it's look not. cool. Just get some weed. Yeah. Come on. 2020. They're selling it in Chicago now. Weed. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Trying to think if there's anything else that I read.
1: Yeah, I read a lot that it's linked to tantric sex. So if that's mm-hmm. something like you're interested in getting into, like there's a lot mm-hmm. of either YouTube tutorials you can look at, not people actually doing it, of course. Or you can even go to a tantric sex kind of person if mm-hmm. you like spending money on things like this. Mm-hmm. That can teach you how to do it and be really connected to your body. And it's supposed to be a whole different experience of having sex
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I've heard that before
1: but a lot of it is just dependent on edging which sounds very frustrating to me
0: it sounds feels very
1: agitated. it
0: does it is my understanding that a lot of tantric sex right it's like you're supposed to be like connecting your body spiritually to the person that you're engaging with um as if you are the same person Mm -hmm. and it seemed like a lot of it was dependent upon like trying to line up your breathing that you're breathing in sync and breathing in rhythm and sometimes if I think too much about breathing I just like start to feel like I'm suffocating you just stop breathing yeah it's
1: kind of like when you think about walking and then you're like I don't know how to be human anymore or you suddenly are driving and you think about driving and you're like I don't know how I got this far (laughs) How did i do this and then you just like turn the wheel and just like drive off into like, <laughs> the Gowanus canal goodbye because you're gonna do it anyway you might as well do it now exactly how fucking crazy
0: um and that also seemed like there were a lot of different positions for tantric sex and maybe we'll do maybe a mini minisode about it yeah um but that it had a lot to do with like face-to-face connections a lot of the ones that i see are like Sitting up?
1: You got to just look in their eyes, baby,
0: when you're doing it. Oh, God, I don't want to be perceived.
1: As vulnerable.
0: In any way.
1: <laughs> Put on a blindfold. Okay? Don't look okay. at me. We can use our imaginations. It's fine. And like that seems like a lot more ab work. Yeah. Like you need to go to the gym beforehand and like really get your body fit to do it. Mm-hmm. But in theory, anyone can do it. So why limit yourself? So just like one more thing also
0: about that guy, Pascal. Beverly Randolph, um, who was an Am- African-American doctor in, when when was he working, 1800s? Yes. I just want to say, all women- Are beautiful. True. Mm-hmm. Inside and out. hmm But also that, like, fucking harlots, sex workers, anybody, low women, what does low women even mean? There are no low women. Yeah. So I just want to say that if you want to do this and you find a partner that wants to do this- or you want to do it by yourself in your dorm room, fucking do it. Do it. You know? Don't, there are no rules, except for the law that
1: says... No children. No children. No children, please. Please no child brides. So, is that it? I think that's it.
0: Yeah. It got sexy. It got gross. It got very gross. You guys missed out if you skipped.
1: Yeah. But I don't recommend going back. No, it was very gross. It's going to be really hard for you to edit this. Yikes. So, moving on to. Which is in the news. Hey, baby. All right. So, first up in the news, Christian news. Some Christian news is against a new Disney cartoon. What? I know. I love drama. So, here's the drama, here's the T. Remember how you would hear, like, back in the day that people hated Harry Potter and thought it was the devil's work and that their children couldn't watch it and stuff? So these are those people.
0: Oh, no. They're just attached
1: to something new now. There's this new Disney series, animated series, coming out that's called The Owl House. And it's about a teenage girl named Luce who enters the Boiling Isles, which is a land controlled by witches and demons that lives under the surface of the earth. Sounds kind of cool. Looks kind of cool. It actually looks fucking adorable. Luce decides to stay in the Boiling Isles to become an apprentice of the witch Ida the Owl Lady. Oh, I love that. Also, there's a demon named King, and he's just cute and tiny and not what you'd expect a demon to look or even sound like. And just from the trailer, I'm getting a sense that it's a series about a ragtag group of different people who end up becoming each other's family, which is adorable and sounds very Christian. But... I guess they're not part of God's family. Oh, no. I know this is truly that crazy sect of Christianity, but you should always hear out the other side and then make your decision. So the ones who are against the Owl House say it's because the spiritual realm opposes God and that demons are real and that they are, in quotes, out to deceive your children and draw them in to be pawns of the enemy of their souls, Satan. End quotes. If you're that sect of Christianity, First, like, congratulations. Why are you listening to this episode? <laughs> or got us. pretty far into this episode. To, like, file a complaint right now. That, wild. But second, they say you can overcome this evil by not watching the Owl House and praying. So there is hope. Just pray. But for the rest of us, it just may be our new favorite cartoon. It looks fucking adorable. It looks so cute. Oh, my goodness. And it's just going to be about family and a little girl who wants to be a witch. And that's all of us. I that's love chosen family.
0: I love chosen family archetypes.
1: Yeah. It's just so real. It's like, fuck these other people. You can choose who your family is and like who vibes with you. And mm-hmm. that's okay. And that's great. Mm-hmm. And it teaches you to rely on other people. Yeah. Which is important. Exactly. So now we're going from one extreme to another. Woman says people who paint their face green on Halloween are offensive. Okay. Y'all, this is this is about a witch. <laughs> Okay, so this article is from March in 2019, but just get ready. A woman on Twitter, whose name I'm just going to omit because it's not worth it anymore, she tweeted, Can people stop painting their faces green when they dress up as witches? And she goes on to say, The green face represents the harsh punishments and torturings of alleged witches in the 1600s. It is just as racist as a white person painting Uh, their face black. No, it's not. This is why I didn't give the Twitter handle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not.
1: Yeah. And so that's when the whole Twitter thread like tanked. And someone ended up replying to her tweet by saying... The green face comes from The Wizard of Oz because it showed up better in Technicolor. It has zero to do with the history of witches and is not comparable to blackface.
0: Mm-mm. No. Right? Right, yes. Right, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, if you want to talk about how witch archetypes come from anti-Semitic terms, like wearing a big nose and stuff like that, like yeah. that is super racist. I just feel relaxed. It's really just. Just relax. Seems okay. So I'm not here to like. Do Minimize anyone's feelings. I am. But. uh, (laughs) But. um, Hit them. It really seemed to me like a situation where someone wanted to feel special and wanted to victimize themselves. Yeah. And especially people that are. Compare themselves to people that are so Deeply oppressed yeah, in this country that,
1: and of course it was like a white woman who of course. treated that, you know it's like is this the hill you want to die on, <laughs> you know is this what it's gonna be yeah, it's like there are a lot more issues to worry about than wow, you painted your face green to be a witch, I'm so offended because I'm an actual witch, it's also dumb, calm down <laughs> it's just plain silly, also, you guys if you posted this in March, Halloween was months ago, Yeah, Sharon. Yeah. Just still like on that wave. On that wave.
0: I am now angry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. How do you feel? I It was just like a big eye roll for me. I was like, okay, cool. Okay, but the user eventually deleted the post because at that point, that was the only responsible thing to do. Thank you. Thank you, Twitter user. Let's be done with it. Okay, we're moving on. All right. The sandwich. From one crazy tweet to the next, here's another story from the Twitter sphere Toronto witch threatens a death ritual against Trump and ends up not doing it. Okay. <laughs> so you may be asking yourself why this is newsworthy. And The answer is that it's a bit batshit, honestly. This is the original tweet by a woman named Alyssa. It said, On Saturday, 11th, January, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will broadcast a death ritual against President Trump, which is far and near. Please join me and perform the ritual along with me as I lead through it. And this was all over the whole Iran crisis that happened in early January, since this is coming out in February. And that's what led her to post it. And so I'm not really about doing magic for bad things. Like a death ritual seems a little extreme to me, I'm really not about it at all. Yeah. And when people tweeted at Alyssa asking about the threefold karma law, you know, you've kind of heard of that. Like if you invoke damage on someone, you'll feel it threefold. Mm -hmm. She told them that all of you worried about the threefold law can put the karma of your spell on me. (gasps) No. Yeah. She then gave her full name and said for the spellcaster to say... The karma of this ritual is on Alyssa, her last name, Mm -hmm. three times, say that three times before doing the ritual. So, I mean, ballsy for that, yo. What the fuck? That's a lot of damage. Yeah. She also included the ingredients list for the ritual, which includes some candles, red paper with a pentagram, a rotting apple, a Trump poppet, which I think means puppet, but I don't know. It's Canadian pop. Pop, pop it or it's just a, a spelling error i don't hello, really know it. hello pop it that's what that's a word i'm bringing back to for 2020 pop, pop. pop it yep get ready guys but the last ingredient she listed was rotten flesh which i don't know where you buy that
0: flesh so flesh isn't just like rotting meat
1: or yeah th- i think with skin on it well it didn't say it just said rotten flesh what is flesh flesh is any Let's any Google skin it. Flesh. Right, skin, skin meat.
0: I always imagined it was skin. I don't know. Google says flesh, the noun, is the soft substance consisting of muscle and fat that is found between the skin and bones of an animal or a human.
1: Oh, so it's nothing to do with the skin. Which Google, guess what? Humans are animals. So does that mean you just buy like a burger and let it go bad? I don't know.
0: Is I guess, that rotting flesh? Get a
1: drumstick from like a chicken. Yeah. And let it go bad.
0: And let it go bad. Ew. Find some like close to expiring, you know, like those sell by, best by dates,
1: and then just leave it for a week. So okay. To... So there's
0: like these pictures of quote unquote flesh on um on Google, I, like, and the fifth super
1: gross image is an, a bunch of oranges. <laughs> <laughs> the flesh of an orange.
0: Yes, but uh, either
1: way, this is gross. I'm gonna change. yeah. Get get out of there. Alyssa decided against doing the death ritual after Trump addressed the nation and said he actually didn't want the U.S. to go to war with Iran. And that concludes, which is in the news for this week.
0: Nice. Baby. A lot of Twitter.
1: <laughs>
0: Are you feeling fine,
1: baby? I believe in a thing called love. Just with the heart. <laughs> That's going to be really loud to listen to. <laughs> so, Alicia found this
0: spell. Whoop, whoop. While well, I went to go buy batteries for the recorder recorder (laughs) which is what your great great patreon money is going towards thank you thank you batteries are good though so this is a spell for good luck and it's a little charm yay so these are the things you're gonna need rose quartz hopefully you have one by now it's been at least a year since the crystals episode source one
1: yeah just go steal one it's one rock it's a rock come on guys rose quartz You're going to need
0: a silver dish. I don't know if I have one. eBay? Yeah. And a rose petal. You can just buy a
1: rose. Oh, yeah. Just get a rose. Just Just get the petals off.
0: Yeah. Pluck it. (laughs) She loves me. She loves me not. So you're going to place the quartz on the silver tray and leave it in the light of a new moon. So after this episode comes out, the next new moon is going to be February 23rd, 2020. And the new moon is going to be in
1: Pisces. Okay, so you got a lot of time to like get this going. There's basically another episode out by then.
0: You're going to be able to order both the silver dish and the rose quartz on Amazon. And have them come in time to do this. I love it. You're going to kiss it. And then place the rose petals on top of it, underneath it, all around it. Just
1: get get them in there. Like a little rose petal fort. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let it sit there for five days. So, which makes sense to me because over five days, the roses are going to wilt and fall and stuff like that. So that's and the why moon's it- going to
1: change too. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which it, And it's going to be waxing so that energy is going to be growing
1: Ooh, someone thought this through so
0: after the five days take the quartz and either wear it if you like have it on a ring or on a necklace or on a brooch or on your lip ring um
1: in your mouth
0: in your mouth and then keep or just keep it with you for good luck yeah and uh, that's
1: how you do that's a good luck love charm
0: Dude, it's so easy. It's no so easy. Oh no jars. No
1: incantations. God. Alicia's got us. Like it's tiny. You can almost forget about it. You could. I love that. And thank you to everything under the moon for today's spell. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, fuck. Are we done? And that's been what she has. Thank yeah, fuck. Oh
0: God. Okay. <laughs> <Will> I, <you? laughs> this was so, such a, I'm sorry, mom. I told you not to listen at the beginning. Yeah. I'm probably going to text you and tell you not to listen. I'm sorry to my friends and family who had to listen to me say ejaculation. It's like health class. It's fine, right? It's kind of like, I don't know about you, Mm -hmm. but there are certain people that talk about sex magic and talk about sex a lot where I'm like, you are the last person that I need you to be talking about sex magic. (laughs) You have way too many white people dreads
1: for one, for two. A lot of YouTube videos is what you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, ooh. Yeah. D- or it's kind of like a lot of like crazy eyes too. Crazy eyes, yeah. It's just like, are you okay? Are you this sexed up that it's like messed with your vision? What's happening?
0: And I also, there's like a certain level of like Not coolness. Like, there are certain, like, sex-positive podcasts I can listen to and some that I really can't. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't want to listen to you about your labia. (laughs) You sound like you have a bunch of marbles in your mouth. You know who (laughs) I'm fucking talking about. It it grosses me out. stop.
1: Yeah. It's the last thing I want. So, I guess big thanks to Kevin McLeod. I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get into that, y'all know... We got this Patreon, so I just want to make sure we mention it. Everyone who's donated, amazing. Thank you so much. Crazy. Very cool. We expected it to just be Tara's mom. And once again, <laughs> y'all surprised us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you can find that at patreon.com slash witchyes. Yes. And there's a link in our Instagram bio, if that's too difficult for you to put in an actual HTTP double dot slash slash. And then in our Instagram, of course, is at witchyes. Yes.
1: Yes. And we would like to thank Marcel Perez, our producer, Mallory Porter, our creative director, and of course, Kevin McLeod, which I guess he just gets two thanks this week. You're welcome, Kevin. You're great, Kevin.
0: Thanks for being here from the beginning. keep it up. If you want to find me, I'm on Instagram at herlovelyface or underscore little moss. The little moss one is for my selfies. It's cute. (laughs) And
1: if you want to find me, Alicia, it's at Alicia, period, herder. Pretty fucking simple. Oh, Alicia like Alicia Keys. Like, let's not get a little wild with this stuff. There's no whys in there. No, you're not going to find me.
0: If you haven't rated us on iTunes, please, dear God, please give us some stars.
1: Unless you hated this episode, then wait a week. Yeah. Or wait two weeks.
0: Wait, yeah. Chill out.
1: It gets better, I promise.
0: <laughs> give us five stars. It doesn't matter what you say. You can say, I've been cursed by a dark witch. To write this five-star review, you can say, um...
1: Which they have. People have said that. You could say
0: shout out to Alicia Harder for being in Sundance. You can say Tara, um, I'm really glad that I heard you say ejaculate so many times. Love, Tammy.
1: Um, Love, Tammy.
0: That's how people are going to find us. And without a steady stream of reviews, like I'm talking like a reoccurring set of reviews. Yeah. Um, we fall back in the charts and people can't find us. Um, most of how people have found us is by you guys telling people about us, which is boggles my mind that the first three Patreon users we had were all friends that were like let's all do this together that's so cute <laughs> I was just like about to be in tears we're on again Instagram as Witchess if you're listening to us on your device um, screen cap it screen grab it and send it to us and we'll feature you on our Instagram stories and you'll make friends friends it's like free advertising for your Instagram I love that and we love that you love us yeah <laughs> you can email us at podcasts at gmail.com and, um, and we love you. We love you. Also, if you're a patron, you get extra episodes. Hey. And so we have a series called Vaults of the Obscure. It comes out once a month at the five dollar level. And then once we get to our goal, we're gonna do two episodes a month, which is basically a weekly episode, or yeah. sorry, which is basically a
1: weekly podcast. Yeah, that's so crazy. I can't even believe this? I can't either. What are we gonna do after that?
0: We're working on merch.
1: Oh, my God. We're working on uh,
0: another miniseries. Oh, my God. is. thank God she's back from Sundance today, or else I would be dead. I guess this has been Which yes. yes. Okay, well, goodbye. All right. Bye, guys. Have a good life. And stop saying the Y word. Have a great Valentine's Day. Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and lotions po- No!
1: I'm cursed!
0: Okay, one more time. And lotions, potions, oceans of the oceans.